Hey guys, Willie Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge. Welcome to episode 46 of The Confident Improviser. This is part three of my new Tritone Substitution Mastery Jazz Piano Techniques mini course. All right, so uh, if you've been following me for the last couple of episodes, you know we've been really uh, diving heavily into tritones. So let's keep the uh, party going here uh, in episode 46. All right, so today I'm going to show you something that uh, is super slick, right? And then this is how you could start to precede chords with their tritone substitution, right? So buckle up. This is going to go a little bit long. I got a lot of information for you, and I'm also going to show you how you can grab all of the sheet music that you see on the screen, and I would suggest that you download that sheet music. All right, so first of all, let's start here with all the things you are. Okay? I'm not going to worry about the melody of this right now, just here's the first four chords. F minor 7 to B flat 7 to E flat 7 to A flat 7. And then, and then it goes to D flat major 7 after that. All right? So F, B flat, E flat, A flat, D. Okay? All right, so now this, in theory, right, we could precede these chords with their tritone. So it's going to take a minute here to explain this. So, typically, what would be the dominant chord that would lead me to B flat minor 7? That's where we're going to start first. That dominant chord would be F7. What would be the dominant chord that would lead me to E flat 7? That dominant chord would be B flat 7, okay? And what would be the dominant chord that leads me to A flat? That would typically be, well, E flat 7, right? So, what we're doing here on each of these chords, and you see they're bold and underlined, these are the tritone substitutions of these chords. Okay? So just like, remember, like in the last episode, we were talking about how we could have, like, you know, that's a C7, but if I change the root to G flat, that's my tritone substitution. Okay, well, the same thing here. So F7, if I change the root, what do I change the root to? Tritone away. B7. So rather than playing an F7 chord, which would be my dominant motion that would lead me to B flat, no, 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 no. I don't do F7. Instead, I do its tritone, which is B7. So rather than playing F, I play B7, and then I go to B flat minor. And then rather than going to B flat 7, which would take me to E flat, right? B flat takes me to E flat. No, 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 no. I don't do B flat. Instead, I do its tritone, which is an E, and then E flat would take me to A flat, but no, I don't do that. Instead, I do its tritone, which would be A, right? So that means that I am now preceding each of these target chords, and I will put the target chord with a T here, right? And then uh, this right here is going to D flat, okay, so just pay attention to that. So that D is moving to D flat. Okay, so those are my target chords. Now, each of these blue chords that are circled, this is my tritone substitution that's preceding these targets. Again, this could also be dominant motion. I could do dominant motion, and just again, just to make sure that we're all on the same page, that would be an F, that would be a B flat 7, this would be an E flat 7, right? And then this would be a A flat 7, okay? So if I just did the dominant motion, it would sound like this. Uh, okay? 
So then I'm going F minor seven, F seven, B flat minor, B, B flat seven, and then E flat seven, E flat seven again, right? A flat, A flat seven, then the D flat. Now, obviously, it doesn't sound all that great, especially like places like this, right? Where you're playing that E flat seven twice. It just sounds silly to play that twice. Instead, it would sound better to have some more motion going on. All right, so that's where what we do is we instead do our tritones. So now I have F to B, E flat, E, E flat, A, A flat, D, D flat. Okay, it's actually D flat major seventh, it should say, right? So not not dominant seventh. Anyway, it's going to D flat. That doesn't really matter what the uh, what the quality is, right? So you see how this tritone substitution. Oh, it sounds super slick, right? But the question now is, does it work with the melody? Okay, so that's what we have to figure out. Okay. All right, so now let's try playing it. Sounds great with the melody, doesn't it? Okay, sounds awesome with the melody. So now let's do this. Let's fill these shells out a little bit more. And then let's, let's really listen to this. Right? That sounds super slick. Again, what am I doing here? Each one of these is my tritone substitution. Okay? And then how I got to this tritone substitution is I could say, okay, look. Uh, all of these orange ones that I'm circling right now, that, that's my target. That's where I'm trying to get to. Yeah, I'm, trying to get to, I'm trying to get to these orange circles. So how do I get to the orange circle? All right, well, I know right here I could do my dominant motion, right? And then 5, 7, oh, right? And then, and then move on like that, okay? But, you know, the dominant motion, we already said, eh, it doesn't sound all that great, especially when we have, like, uh, E flat 7 being rep uh, repeated twice, right? Uh, and then moving from a minor to a dominant chord, right? So to F7, right? It just sounds silly. Right? Especially like with that G, ah, it just does not, does not work all that well. So instead, we replace all of these, uh, 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 the target that we, uh, going to the target, we go to the target not with its dominant chord, but with its sub-5 or its tritone chord. All right, now I'm going to show you a much easier way of thinking about this. Okay, so again, let me just uh, get all of my target chords again. B flat minor, E flat 7. A flat major, and then D flat major. These are my target chords. Now notice, every one of these preceding chords is a half step higher. That's the easiest way of thinking about it. So all of your target chords, just think, go up a half step, make a dominant. Up a half step, make a dominant. Up a half step, make a dominant. Up a half step, make a dominant, right? That's it. Up a half step, make a dominant. So I go F, I'm looking ahead, right? So then this is the key. I always have to be looking ahead. You'll see this a lot of times, the eyeglasses in uh, charts, right? You always have to be scanning ahead. I know I'm on F, but look, I'm going to B flat. So I need to say, hey, quickly, before I get to the B flat, let me do my tritone substitution or an easier way of thinking about it. Let me just go up a half step. Let me go up a half step, make a dominant chord. And then I get this sound. 
That's a slick sound. It's a lot slicker than just going. Right? So like when you're playing uh, all the things you are and, and, and just playing it typically with the chords that are written in, you got one chord per measure. Now when you can have multiple chords per measure. Whoops, sorry, let me do that again. Right? Improvising a riff. Yeah, you can like really get some cool sounds. Right? That uh, tritone substitution there gives you just so much cool sounds for the arrangement, but then also for the improvisation. All right, let's try another one. We've got two more examples here. Days of Wine and Roses. Let's take a peek at this one. All right, so this is... Uh and then I'll be back to the top. Again, all of these standards are in standards by the dozen found back at Jazz Edge. All right, so... What can we um, uh, replace here? Well, we know that we can go through, we can replace all these dominant chords, right? So with their tritone. A would be replaced with E flat, G with D flat, C with G flat, okay? And I've already done that right down here. Notice in here, I write with a question mark, right? Because the question is, does this actually work? Okay, well, it's for you to decide. Let's take a listen. Sorry, let me do it again. Do it again slowly. Okay, so let me give you a couple of observations here. All right, so uh, when I'm going A, uh, I'm sorry, the E minor 7 flat 5, okay, to the E flat 7. The melody note is what? E. That creates a flat 9, okay? That is a flat 9. And that flat 9 on that E flat 7 chord is a real tricky tension to be able to work with. Sometimes you can get it to work uh, and it sounds good with the voicing, but sometimes just where it's landing on the instrument, it just doesn't sound great. All right, what about the D minor? The D flat seven. So what do we have right here for the melody notes? This is sharp nine, flat nine, right? So this one right here is sharp nine, and then we're going to flat nine. Well, immediately, we've already talked about this before, right? It's a lot of tension, isn't it, on that melody. And then G minor 7. What about G flat 7? Now here, it's a little bit easier because the top melody note is tying over. But listen to what happens if I play the G minor and then the G flat, right? Ooh, that sounds horrible, doesn't it? Okay, so that G flat isn't really going to work all that well. Now what happens, though, if I just tie it over? Okay, maybe not so bad if I flesh it out with some other notes. I can kind of get that to work. So maybe we can get that to work. The D flat seven, nah, no, I'd say no. 
E flat. Let me show you a little trick that you could do right here. So you see how I can add in that E flat in here. So I could put an E flat and then to an E natural okay, and make those eighth notes. So. flat now, so I'm going to go back to the G. I personally think the C sounds better than going down to G flat. Okay. But you see how one thing I can get in here is, all right, well, eh, the D flat didn't work, the G flat, eh, for my ears didn't work, but this E flat 7, I can get this to work most definitely by changing... I can get that E flat seven to work. I just have to kind of tweak the melody a little bit, right? So sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to use your ears on this stuff. All right, last example, My Funny Valentine. All right, so this is from the, the uh, kind of the bridge of My Funny Valentine. Uh, it's and then you go back to... And again, all of these standards are found back at jazzedge.com. All right, so. Okay, so now, what can we replace? Well, again, let's go through and find all our dominants, right? So get all of these dominant chords, and then let's see if we can start to replace them. All right, so now, let me move down, and let me show you what I did here, okay? Now, the A7, let's talk about that for a second. This is where you also want to start to see when a chord is already a tritone substitution. Do you see how the A7 is already a tritone substitution? It's resolving down a half step, okay? So if it's re resolving down a half step like that, then I'm already getting that tritone substitution chord sound. So where could I go from the A? I could go to E flat seven, okay? So if I wanted to, I could change it to go to E flat seven, and then that's what the original was, right? So I still kept it as A. So what I did here is I changed the G7 to a D flat and I changed this G7 to a D flat and I also added in this chord in here. So let's play it and let's play around with it. And then the D minor seven flat five and then we have the D flat seven, okay. But again, that melody note right here is what, right? If you can't see what it is, it's a D on a D flat. It's gonna be your flat nine on a D flat seven chord. Again, not the best chord or not the best melody note to try and harmonize. So I would say, get rid of the D flat, keep it as G seven. So put a G underneath there and make it a G seven chord. All right, now what about the D flat seven chord here? So the E flat, right? The, the, the D flat seven sounds fine, but wait a second. Oh, Willie, it then goes to a flat nine right there. Yes, but the flat nine is not hitting with the chord. The flat nine hits after the chord hits. The chord hits on beat three, this flat nine happens on beat four. Okay, so it softens it up a bit. So, 
right? So you can feel that, that, that it softens it up here, so it's not so bad. If the D natural hit on the, on the chord, right? And not, not, not so great, okay? So here's an example of like, okay, yeah, that, that D flat seven, yeah, it works. It, it works with the melody. The B seven, how did I get to the B seven? Well, I know that to get the B flat, I would normally want what uh, a dominant chord, right? F seven would take me to B flat, B flat minor, okay? Remember, you have to know your dominant motion. So go back and take a look at your, uh, the dominant motion podcast episode. If you don't understand dominant motion, you gotta get that down before you can understand tritone substitutions. All right, so F, right? What's a tritone away from F? B7. So rather than playing F7, I play B7. So I have... D minor, the D flat eh, with the flat nine. You know, if I did natural nine, then flat nine, then I went to the melody, yeah, I could probably get away with that. See how I can soften that up a little bit if I really want that D flat seven chord in there. But instead, I think, get the G seven. from there, right? So this still affords us a couple of little alterations in here, right? Some nice stuff in there to change around. And then remember too, the A7, yeah, I could also try changing that to an E flat seven if I wanted to and see how that sounds. So. Oh yeah, the E flat seven sounds nice. Okay, So I can have fun with this and I can play around and move between the tritone and the dominant, the tritone and the dominant, okay? All right, so uh, remember, if you wanna grab the sheet music for this, just go back to jazzedge.com slash tritone, or you can also just take a look at that card that popped up in the right-hand side of this video. Um, I also wanted to let you know that all of these podcast episodes are available as a playlist on my channel. So if you want to go back and take a look at that Dominant Motion podcast and all of that, take a look at the uh, uh, Jazz Edge channel on YouTube. And of course, uh, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, turn on notifications, that way you know uh, when I'm uh, you know, doing new videos. Um, if you like these daily jazz piano lessons, right? if you haven't checked it out already, check out Jazz Piano Daily. Dot com. That's daily jazz piano lessons, absolutely free, right? So you can, uh, you know, get free daily jazz piano lessons if you like the stuff that I'm putting out here, right? Uh, if you want that music, once again, just go back to jazzedge.com slash tritone. And then if you like this, like what we're talking about here, or if you have questions, write it in the comments, okay? So check out the comments, write it in the comments. What questions do you have about tritones? Because uh, I'll take those questions and I might make a new podcast episode out of that, all right? Remember, check out the Confident Improviser podcast. You can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts, so be sure to check out the podcast. I'll also put a link in the description to the podcast. All right, that's it for me, guys. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you in the next podcast episode.